listening to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew, Twitch interactive live stream and podcast. I'm Carla, your GM, and it is set in my homebrew world of Kalandos. And around the virtual table are my amazing players who are going to introduce themselves, their characters, and because we had a huge sound issue last week, two episodes of the podcast are going to only be available on Discord for anyone who feels the strength to listen through an extremely echoey podcast. But to help us along and give us a little bit of a recap. Okay, I'll get started. So good morning, guys. I am Nelly. I play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer. And as a little recap in the previous episode, I was terribly frightened by a magical creature that presents itself as a pretty black cat. Yeah, I was so terrified by this creature, I had no reason. All I could think of was the fact of getting, like, even forgetting Andromach, just going straight to the guardhouse, forgetting our mission to try to rescue Andromach in the first place, and just try to find solace away from this, this super, super scary black cat. And in the middle of all that, there was sudden, like, just all I could tell, there was sudden darkness around me. I was even more frightened, rightfully so. And then I kind of sat down in despair because there was nothing else to do. And I heard a woman's voice that was telling me, I, well, I assume a woman's voice, telling me that, Things are okay and they'll be taken care of. I'm in the dark, literally. Good morning, everyone. I'm Wednesday and I play a Lauren Skyvale, the Asimar Paladin. And unfortunately, all of this is probably my fault. The aforementioned very beautiful nebulous black cat is actually the pet companion, however you want to term it, of the Princess Aurelia, whom I abandoned at the altar a couple years back. So the cat hates me, but because I really and truly love animals, I couldn't help myself and I had to pet her. And I also couldn't understand her hatred for me because I had returned righteously to try and save Il Oranos from a psychotic murderer. So I think I'm here for a good reason and there's no reason for her to be so upset. But it turns out she is so upset and she is also, or rather her lineage, is the reason that Il Arnos has this fancy alarm system that can even be heard on the ground. Like uh, those bomb shelter sounds, you know? Yeah, she brought the darkness and even my divine light could not pierce it. And then I heard a familiar voice that said, oh, it's you. At which point, I believe I fainted. Hi everyone, I'm Lina mm-hmm. and I play Andrew Mark, the changeling druid uh, slash cleric. And I probably take partial blame in this, but I'm definitely not taking all the blame. Take Don't a lot of the blame! <laughs> a lot of the blame! The two of you! I am innocent! I'm an innocent party! These two messed me up! That's all anyway, I'm gonna say. I decided that since I couldn't hide, people were not helping me, I turned into a cat. Unbeknownst that another cat was going to come a really pretty, glamorous, amazingly beautiful cat that is a little unhinged and slightly psychotic in its own right. All my attempts to fool this cat at being a cat has met with miserable failure. And all my misdirection and manipulation has gone to waste because I only succeeded in really, really riling up the cat. And I think Lauren just kind of nicked it over the edge and the cat went okay this is enough i'm gonna show people why my species should be feared and she just collapsed all of us into absolute 
despair and, and darkness. Some of us more innocent than others. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm just saying. And I feel bad for the guard that wanted to take me home and make a pet out of me. But also at the same time, I'm nobody's pet. Don't, 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 don't do that. And uh, out of the darkness, Andermach saw an amazing vision of a woman with wings. And guess what? She's a shapeshifter because she's blurry. Andermach cannot believe her luck right now. It's, it's the most incredible thing happening in ages. That's where I am right now. Uh, Game and Teddy, some are more guilty than others as well. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I think that is a general, really great recap, but overarching, due to Lauren's pissing off Aurelia, who is Her Royal Highness of Il Uranos, her companion and best friend, and also extremely volatile, magical being with immense power, is a cat. And the cat realized who Aloran was and then was going to murder him. The dice, however, hated me, so murderation did not happen. Um, I think I rolled like eight ones last week. With that, all that was able to actually happen from the cat after I hyped it up with like the air sirens and everyone disappearing was a rolling blackout of despair, which, you know, is actually pretty powerful, but still, at which point each character heard what they said they heard and... The last thing we saw was them blacking out as they lost consciousness. So please, can the three of you roll for me constitution saving throw? Five. Sixteen. Cuddles asks which level of the nine hells do cats come from again? I feel like oh, they come from a special one. Yeah. Depending on which life they're on is which level they're focusing their hatred and trauma on. It has to be... A variable answer simply because it depends on the cat. I'm going to say that this glamour cat comes from the lowest one. I got 11. So, Lauren and Bob are still sleeping. Andromach, you are able to open your eyes ever so slightly and you're starting to look around. Kira, you can hear sounds. You know, it's one of those ones where you're like, you're so tired and you're like, I need to open my eyes, but your eyes are just closed. As you open your eyes, Andromach, you see you are in a jail cell. Alaren is in the cell with you. He is shackled to the wall. Bob is with you. Uh, so is Kira. However, the only person shackled is Alaren. You forgot to say I'm sleeping the blissful sleep of the innocent. We'll be <laughs> shackled to the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that's what yeah. you think. Is there a possibility of some sort of long or short rest due to us blacking out. Yes. Yes. Everybody gets a long rest. Everybody gets a long rest. Good good job on asking about the mechanics, which is what, you know, how we actually play this game. (laughs) Although you feel extremely rested, if you try and expand your senses, you feel like your magic feels dampened inside. And the walls although they look like they're made out of a building material, there is a slight spongy outer layer to the walls around the dungeon. Your jail cell is also about 15 feet deep and 15 across. And then across the bars, there's bars, but there's also appears to be a glass-like texture. It's very similar actually to when you were in the airport and there was that magical 
almost electric fence in between the bars. So you realize you wouldn't be able to reach your hand through the bars. You also hear, and Kira, you also hear this, but quite faintly, people walking around on either side of the dungeon and you see a guard, but he appears to be in much finer armor than the guards you saw previously. And he is sitting there sleeping. I'm going to groan and sit up, take stock of my surroundings, look to see if I see is a Kira and a Lauren and everybody in the same cell. Yes. Yeah, Kira's eyes are fluttering. Kira appears to be potentially waking up. Lauren and Bob are asleep. Okay, so I'll just call out Kira. Kira, are you awake? Are, are you okay? I'm barely awake. I'm like almost semi-conscious. So would I be able to hear Andermoth calling out to me? Yes, yeah. So after time has progressed, you are now pulling yourself towards yourself. So yes, you can hear and you can also open your eyes if you'd like. So I will open my eyes. I'm going to just pause and just hold on to where I am. And just like, be just double check. There's no darkness. There's nothing. Once I realize it's like actually, is it decently lit? I can see, see things. Yes, yeah, it's decently lit. You actually think the electric fence magic in between the bars helps light the dungeon cell. You realize it's not meant to be comfortable. Like, this cell is never dark. I'm actually very relieved. <laughs> if it's never, <laughs> if I get that sense it's never going to be dark again, I'm very happy. So I will <laughs> breathe like a, a, like a very deep sigh of relief. And then I'm going to like just like push myself up and sit upwards. And then I'll look at Andermach and just pause. And I'll look at Lauren and I'm going to just also sigh. Great. It's all great. At least we're alive. Well, yeah. um... There's, there's only one god, and I'm, I'm fairly sure this this fence can't be that strong, right? I mean, um, don't you have some sort of... Don't you like... I don't know. Would I have to roll Arcana? Because would I be able to realize what kind of barrier this is? Sure, roll Arcana and let's see what you get. Also, the god is not aware you're awake. He is sleeping. Yeah, 23. You realize as you start probing with your mind and your magical senses that even if you could do something, this dungeon cell would be almost like a Faraday cage because it would reflect back. Nothing can permeate that magic, how it's set up, but also your magic will be less efficient and less strong because there's magic inlaid in like an overlay panel on the walls. So I'm going to turn to Andermach and uh, say that where we are right now, even my magic will be dampened and I imagine yours as well. But I just want to do one more thing. I want to sense if that's piece of foreign magic inside me. Can I still sense it? Roll perception for me. 13. You feel like it's still there, but you can't feel it. But now that you're thinking about it, you actually haven't like connected with it again since you were in the guild. So maybe that's normal. I actually want to make a note of sensing it because now I realize I'm actually closer to where Isaiah, my mother, might be. So maybe it might react to her. So I'm going to start doing, making a habit of that. Okay. Okay. Noted. Okay. So, um... No easy way out, I suppose. Uh, I'm just going to uh, glare at Lauren sleeping and say, is it even going to help if we wake him up? 
but I, I, I actually think we need to wake up Bob and Aloran and just formulate a plan while the guard is still sleeping. Aloran, please make a constitution check. 13. You are starting to wake up and you can hear some things. Bob is still sleeping. That we should maybe wake up Bob. But, you know, I, I think Lauren might be the reason that we're behind bars instead of actually just having an audience with, 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 uh, I can't remember the lady's name, but, you know, um, her Majesty, the, prince, uh, the princess. Yes, the princess. All, of all Alorinus, yeah. Her. I deeply suspect it's Aloran. And also you. But let's focus on Aloran for <laughs> now. I was just desperately trying to survive. You guys <laughs> abandoned me again, I might add, to my own devices. You let yourself be carried by a random stranger. What was to I be, supposed to, be, to do? Cats run away all the time. Run away. dangerous cat there. I had a dangerous cat that didn't want you around, so you could I don't have the mental strength right now. I'm gonna go and start like violently shaking Bob. Enough of this argument. Okay. Wake up, wake up. Don't you have a spell, Andromach? Like some sort of potion or something to help revive or wake up people? Um I'm gonna pat in my pockets and I I I don't have anything on me. Do they take all their stuff or it just so happens you don't? Yeah. Now that you're looking at it, like, Aloran is still in his armor, but he doesn't have his weapons. You realize you have no weapons on you and any items you had that mm. you were blatantly carrying, like, in pockets or in a satchel are gone. Um, I don't really like feeling this vulnerable. Um, could you... I'm going to look at the guard. And I'm going to look back at, at Kira then. And I'm just going to point at the guard, but there's no words actually coming out as Andromach desperately tries to struggle to formulate some sort of idea to get out of here and coming up blank. I'm going to wait as I wake up fully. <laughs> Welcome to the... Before I open my eyes to look at what's actually going on. Lauren, you need to wake up. We need to make a plan. Otherwise... I fear that Andromach is going to start screaming or going to some sort of state of hysteria. Why do we need a plan? Then I'm going to open my eyes. And as you do so, Lauren, you realize that the way you are shackled, it's almost worse than if you were fully sh like shackled in an extremely painful way. It's that mm. where it's just... Painful. The tips of your toes are just like scraping oh the floor. Gosh. It's not full-blown torture, but it's like very painful and annoying because you're like, if I if I was just like an inch taller, my feet would be fine and then this wouldn't be painful. Oh. As you're in like full X X um shackle space with your arms up and your legs out. And your arms okay. aren't completely like shackled to a full stretch. They're at that Ooh, half that is, bent. No. It's torturesque, as Dwarf says, for the jailer with a busy schedule. Cool. Torchy. Um, may I ask for a confirmation from chat, please? Okay, chat, over or under? Are you still shaking Bob, Nelly? Yeah. <laughs> he is, guys, literally, I rolled nine, seven, six, four. I literally need him to just get over ten. 
I'm gonna slap him. Nice, firm, life-affirming slap. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Take this life-affirming slap. You know what? Yes. I'll allow it. I rolled a six again. Um, <laughs> Gamer Teddy says under to confirm. Lauren is going to take a deep breath and then he's going to exhale and he's going to say, don't worry, friends. We will get out of here. Our reason and cause are just. And although this is rather uncomfortable, there is no need to be concerned. You see this look of absolute disbelief on <laughs> Agrimok's face. The more Lauren talks and progresses in that sentence, the more unbelievable it gets. At the end of it, Andrew Mark is like, uh, Lauren, what did you do? I think he hit his head. That's what. Y- yes. At the very least. Look at this place. We're locked up in a bloody dungeon. And you're like, oh, oh, no. we will Andrew get Mark, out of here dungeon. easily. Not at all. And I said nothing of escape. There is no way to escape from such a place. This yeah. is the finest imprisonment that you can find in your Oranos. <laughs> we I'm are sorry? within the palace itself. Yeah. Are, 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 you, are you listening to yourself, Lauren? We're Why, in yeah. the palace dungeon? This yeah. uncomfortable position has not impaired my hearing at all. So... Lauren, as you say this, you know it to be true as well. You are in the palace dungeon. This is actually the dungeon for sort of like political prisoners in that it's for political prisoners who they don't fear enough to murder immediately. It's kind of like those people on the council who try to do a coup, who have some magic, you know, and then they probably, they're dampening their magic. But they don't think you're that much of a threat. It's also for you, Lauren, very specifically actually insulting. And you would know yeah. that they're trying to insult you because if they were really worried about you, they would put you in a different dungeon. One that even you're not sure exactly where it is. Whereas this is just under the palace. And like if they were really worried, they wouldn't have like hardcore prisoners right underneath the palace where everyone is assumedly that they'd want to attack so this is kind of like if you're placed in this prison it's like the white collar prison so it's actually quite insulting that you're in this prison because they don't think you're a threat that's also why i'm not concerned because we're not going to die and the way that the others are behaving is like we're in some kind of serious trouble when I hear Lauren say that we're in the palace, I'm, I'm actually going to pause and think, wait, if we're in the palace, that means we're close to our goal of actually speaking to Her Majesty. We need to wake up that guard and tell them what we know. Anderbach is freaking out. Anderbach is freaking out <laughs> because Anderbach knows no such bloody thing. And these two are just being way too calm right now for being in a prison. I need to focus on not being uncomfortable. It takes a lot of energy. I'm not going to say that, though, because I'm focusing, meditating. And anyone who looks... <laughs> and anyone who cares to look, Lauren, I imagine you would look as well, is you realize the shackles are new edition, probably just for you. Like, you can see they look new compared to the rest of the wall although the dungeon is actually kept quite immaculately clean you can see when something's been there for a while as compared to something being shiny and new and the shackles definitively are shiny and new 
Bob, after the life-affirming slap, is going to wake up and then he's like just holding his head for a moment during this whole conversation. He opens his eyes and he just, under his breath, says, fuck. Sits up and he's shaking his head and he's holding his head in his hands. Plunk right next to Bob and go, yeah, you know, right, right, these two, these two, I, 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 I don't know what's wrong with them, but they obviously, they, this is it, this is it, um, and, and we need you, I, I can't stay here. He's going to turn to you and he's going to say, calm down, Aloran is right, we are in the dungeon underneath the palace, and don't worry, nothing immediately bad will happen to us. We just need to think of a plan to get a message outside of the dungeon. Exactly. We need to wake up that guard and pass on word that we have. I can't believe I'm going to use Lauren's words, but we're here for a noble cause, a just a noble cause. We have a reason to be here that's nothing untoward towards her majesty or the monarchy or what, or anything like that. And that's why they strung up Lauren like that? Is, is that, huh? Is, is, what, what, did, what did Lauren do? Um, why, uh, we're not... The, Bob's the, dog agreed. At which point Bob, who was still trying to wake up because he rolled really low, looks at a Lauren and he starts laughing. He starts rolling in laughter because it's almost that like, you know, when you're so stressed or scared, it's that panic laughter. It starts that way, and then it just turns into pure joyous laughter. And then he says, I think, I think, I think we'll be fine, but he won't. And then he just starts <laughs> laughing even harder. That's so mean, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so messed that up. Is, I'm and, not laughing in character, so you know. I'm just, <laughs> that is incredibly mean. Andromach yeah. still doesn't know what's going on, but the laughter is infectious, so Andromach is going <gasps> to join what? Bob in laughing. Um, I, can everyone not, roll perception for me? I'm also a little bit on the brink of collapse here. So <laughs> so yours is full-blown panic, panic <laughs> laughter. And. Unnatural 20. I got eight. Lauren, in the laughter, because you're very aware of this laughter, because it's obviously aimed at you. Directed at me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You hear a chuckle coming from the guard. (laughs) From the guard. Wow. That's rough. Believable. (laughs) I am going to mutter... Well, at least now the god has awoken. Do I hear what Lauren said? Because I assume I didn't hear the guard chuckling. You didn't hear him because Bob and Andromach, they're laughing insanely hard. Bob is actually struggling to breathe in between. He's laughing so hard. It's the last time I save anybody's life, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's hard. That's probably a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) At which point you're just looking at like, what is even going on? And then you can see the guard. He's sitting with his like legs on a chair on a small stool. And you can see his uh, like chest moving as he chuckles. And you can see that his eyes are like just open and he's looking at you guys. And his chest is heaving as he laughs as well. I'm going to stand up uh, to my my full height and walk towards the, the bars and say, good sir, I can see you are awake. May we please address you about a very serious matter? 
the guard is going to open his eyes and he's just going to look at you and give you like a shoulder shrug. Like, tell me your cause. Okay, I'm going to look back at Bob and and Malcolm. Zip it. Okay, let's see if Bob can actually stop laughing. No, guys, Bob is rolling like he cannot. But it's, it started, but it's, it started to get softer because, you know, sometimes when you laugh too hard and too much, like you run out of like steam. So it's, it's softer. With a nat one, I am just going to full blown start laughing again. going to incite more laughter from Bob. Andromach is just like, she made the sound, but it looks like the kill sound. And we're all going to die. We're all going to die. And then you're laughing like we're all going to. We're all gonna die. <laughs> We're dead. We're so dead. <laughs> kind of um, full blown panic. I love it. I love it. This is this is great. Okay. And then and then Bob is actually gonna look at Andromach and start laughing even harder. The most time he's just gonna keep trying like tapping Andromach on the shoulder. You know when someone's like, "Look at this thing. It's so funny," and he's gonna keep pointing at Alaret and he's gonna be like, "But his feet and his arms." <laughs> And the new shackles, they put it in for him because he's a dick. <laughs> the fact that Bob could even say words like that, I, oh, wow. And Lauren, so right now. Lauren so and, and Kira being outside of the laughing panic, yeah. you realize that as much as Bob is, you know, not panic laughing, he's actually laughing. There is an edge of worry because he has let himself say two swear words. Like, he is acting very unbecoming. And so you can see his perfect demeanor has has slipped a little bit. Like, you can see he's still quite worried. Not as worried as a Lauren should be. And that's why he's probably laughing so hard. And then he's like, don't worry. We only worry when they kill him. Then you worry. And then he starts laughing even more. Okay. I'm going to walk towards Bob and Andermoth and double that life reaffirming slap, please. <laughs> okay, please roll for me a slice of hand, actually, because you are trying to knock some sense into these people. Thank you. Thank you. I, okay. I would love that. Oh, no, I only got five. You go up to them and you are like, stop it. And then you slap them. But because you try to slap them both at the same time, it just like such a light graze that it doesn't knock any sense into them and they actually start laughing even harder because they're like, what are you doing? And then they just nonsensically laughing. Okay, I'm going to walk away from them and go back to the guard and I'll say, please ignore my colleagues, but we're here to save not only your Her Majesty, but also all of Elorinos. At which point... The god, you could see he was chuckling, but you could actually start hearing him laughing. And this is thanks to Cuddles' from chat. You can hear he was starting to laugh even harder. And then when you said, we're here to save all of Il Uranus, he is just incomprehensibly laughing. And he's pointing. And then you can see he's gesturing to someone down the <laughs> corridor. He's like, come over here and look at these... And then he's like, they think they're heroes. And he's laughing. And he's just like, 
he's just like, come on, come on, friend, come, come look at these, these prisoners. So he doesn't lose consciousness from laughing, but he can't hear you. Once you said we are here to save Il Uranus, he was just like, I have a question. This Mm. Faraday cage kind of effect, is it still effective inside the cell? As opposed to, like, I know it can't penetrate to the outside, but is it effective inside? Roll Arcana for me. Ten. You feel Ooh. like it would be dampened inside, but you probably could cast something, but it would hit everybody. Oh, I'm going to cast Command because I cannot deal with this anymore. I'm going to say Silence. It's a wisdom saving throw. Uh, the DC is 13. Fucking Bob got four. Alarin, please make a wisdom saving throw. The DC is 13. Okay. <laughs> um, oh my god. 22. Okay, Alarin, you are not silenced. Bob is definitively wisdom silenced. My power. That's my power score, guys. <laughs> you guys will still have to roll. Yes, everyone has to roll, but I was just like, Alarin must also roll. Yeah. 17. A 13. Match. So you can decide whether you are still nonsensically laughing. Bob was like, ah, silence. And then now Bob is just giving dagger stares at a Lauren. So as soon as Bob stopped laughing, I'm also going to abruptly stop laughing. <laughs> and I'm going to look very confusedly at Bob. What? 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 <laughs> then I start panicking all over again. I'm going to glare at Lauren like... Should not have done that to me, but that was good. And then I'm going to very solemnly, in a rather hoarse kind of voice, because I'm trying so hard not to be like insulted and to actually start crying because <laughs> this is a shitty situation and I don't deserve this. Nay, sorry. You don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. Hello? I came back. I didn't have to come back. I came back because it's it's duty, man. Like three years um, later, but. Uh, you came back. Two years. Two years. Sorry, two years. Two years, 37 minutes, whatever that was, two weeks. I can't remember. I'm going to say there is a murderer in our midst and she's close within Her Majesty's court. As you say that, you see another guard. You could hear them whispering to each other and the one who was laughing is pointing at you guys. He points at each one of you and then he says something. You don't know what he's saying though. And then they stop when you say she's in the midst. And then the one who was chuckling is going to come closer to the jail cell and say, well, I think we stopped the person who was trying to harm her highness. And then he just looks pointedly at you, Aloran. Like, I'm very confused at this. I would never do anything to harm a highness. So I'm just looking at him back in complete, like, innocent confusion. Like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Like, I don't, I don't understand. We're talking about actual physical murder, not emotional harm, which he may or may not have done. Actual I'm even more murder. confused because in my mind, actually... The only time I'd ever met the princess, I wasn't even allowed to make eye contact because that's not what you do with royalty. I'm a servant, man. She's my ruler. She just doesn't like people that mess with her stuff. And disrespect her, you know. Just, yeah. Yeah. I get that out of character. In character, I'm just completely <laughs> like, you know, that 
three-year-old confusion, like, why are you shouting at me? All I did was paint the walls with moisturizer. (laughs) Everything was moisturizer. Everything should be fine. So angry with me. Uh, And I made my skin is so soft, and the walls are also soft. I made a pretty picture for you. You should be celebrating me. Bob to the new god is trying to catch the new god's attention and starts walking up to the jail cell as you're talking, Kira. So you say actual murder. And then the one who was laughing says, okay, I'll bite. What do you mean? Finally. That was out of character, but like, I'm so grateful. (laughs) so happy. (laughs) Lauren, please don't speak. And I'm going to look at Bob and say, you're the most reasonable. Can you speak? Look at Bob. Bob looks at you. Looks at Lauren, oh. and then looks back at you, and his pissed. His face is like, "What do okay. you want me to do?" All right, all right, all right. So, I, okay, it I, only I, lasts for one round. So technically, he should be fine now. I'm gonna say okay. it's still for like another ten seconds. Uh, okay, I'm gonna like breathe in, breathe out, and then calm myself down and say. I'll look straight at the first guard, the chuckling guard, and say that I am Kira Nightingale of the Guild of Shadows from the ground. You may have heard of us. And I was charged, along with my colleague, Lauren, to find the Conky Killer. It turns out the Conky Killer, who we thought it was, was merely a puppet, an artifice. And the true instigator of the murders that have been happening was someone you probably know who goes by the name of Isaiah, a merchant in your circles. We've come here to warn Her Majesty of what is upon her. The chuckling god looks at you quizzically and looks at Bob. And then the other one next to him really seems very unsure by what you're saying. And then he's like, Bob, what do you have to say about this? At which point... Bob is like, well, I, and he realizes silence is gone. And at this point, we're going to go into our ad break as we thank one of our ad sponsors, which is Z-Man Games, who creates Love Letter. Welcome all. As you know, Her Royal Highness is seeking a confidant and potentially a suitor. She has charged me with sorting through the abundance of correspondence that is sure to come in and designate a suitable applicant for her consideration. Surely, the princess has better taste than the riffraff that have been assembled here today. (laughs) Pardon me, Baron, but the princess will accept any proposal, regardless of rank. Well, all I'm saying is that certainly (laughs) she would choose someone from mobility, such as myself. Are you so sure of that, Baron? A member of the clergy would make a much more suitable confidant. As cardinal, I am confident I can fulfill such a role. Both of us are obviously a better option than that. Me? We all know your role in this, Z-Man. There's certainly no game for you to play or make a mockery of. I should have foreseen this. Quiet down, please. Look, all parties are welcome and all proposals are to be submitted on one of these letters, folded and deposited in one of these bags. Please keep them safe in your pockets until submitted to myself for further consideration. (laughs) 
pockets. Um, cardinal. Does that robe even have pockets? I certainly do not wish to know where you intend to keep your letters. Mind your mouth, fool. You do not wish to make an enemy of the church. Where might we source these letters? They do seem to be not of the standard fare. Well, you may buy these letters, including the bag, for the standard fare of 11 silver pieces and 99 copper. $11.99 from Z-Man Games online store and your local gaming store. If you're based in South Africa, that's about 200 rand. Or Z-Man Gaming. I have to endeavor to make some sort of profit from these proceedings. You some kind of infant. As I said, this is no time for your games. Well, you have received your instructions. I expect these proceedings to adhere to all preset rules. Two to six players and usually takes about 20 minutes and can fit in your pockets. If you do have pockets in your robes. And is for 10 years and up. Please have submissions ready in two days from now for our consideration. So remember, you can get Love Letter at your local gaming store. It's a fun game, fits in your pocket, in these beautiful bags and these beautiful cards that you can play in 20 minutes. So it's a quick way to show your friends you're better at games than them. As we return to our previously scheduled adventure, Bob realizes he can speak. He says, they appear to be telling the truth. That's why I... And now he's going to try and roll some persuasion here. As I had nothing to do with it, I was merely escorting them to her highness so that she might know what is going on. The two guards are going to look at him like, this is a very unlikely story. And then he says, he's going to try it again. I promise you, I have nothing but her highness's best interests at heart. And then the guard who just came says to the chuckling one, and he says, ugh fanboys and you know this royal family is highly highly regarded and he's just like these people just want to come and meet the princess because obviously you're not a threat that's why you're locked up in this dungeon why would we come with her formerly betrothed if it wasn't true the chuckling god seems unsure and looks at Aloran and is like looking at Aloran the other god he turns to him and he's like don't even look at him. They are clearly liars, as he rolled a natural one. He does not get anything. Oh, they are clearly liars. Dude, oh, wow. at which point, Dude. Lena, he you... Caught, he just said liars. I am. Um, let Lena do her thing. I am not taking this. <laughs> you are not taking this shackle down, hey? No, being called a liar is not cool. Andromach, you were sitting in the back of the jail cell and you are just trying to piece together your sanity and your composure. And as you do so, you see, peeping around the corner of the one, a gorgeous black cat sitting with their tail just twitching on the edge of the (laughs) corridor nearest the jail cell, just sitting calmly. You know where it's just the tip of the tail twitching up and down? And you're pretty sure you hear a cat chuckle. I am going to jerk violently away from the cat, stand up, scramble towards the furthest part of the cell, and go and make myself a small little bundle in the corner there. You hear, it's in cat, which you you don't understand, but you're hearing very definitive mowing that you know is directed at you, Lena. I have heard Andromach make that big shuffling sound. I think so. I think so. 
because as the gods were like, these guys are liars, he, you can see he's like, just go back to your post and he's pointing to the other gods. So they're kind of like disengaging with you. You can hear Lena shuffle. And if you do look to the corner, you can see Lyra. I'll wait for Aloran to do what Aloran was going to do because I could see the liars thing triggered something. Aloran is going to very firmly and in a very sort of, he's going to use his sky veil voice and he's going to say, Sirs, irrespective of my current situation, it does not behoove you to speak of the Skyvale lineage as such. I can't take it when people call me a liar. I don't even know how to do that. Roll intimidation. You know I've got a plus five to intimidation, and I rolled 12. In total? Okay, cool. Yeah. Less, less good. Less good. Plus five. It must be this position. You can't. You can't be intimidating. No, yeah. <laughs> it's like I will murder your family. Okay, okay. That's that's cool, cute. Cool. The chuckling god starts to chuckle again, and then the other one oh. elbows him. Like, stop it! And he's going to turn and he's going to say, "Look, I don't know why you're in here, but honestly." The more you keep spouting on with your fantasies, the worse it will be. And he looks at you, Lauren, and he says, a sky veil, honestly. And then he's going to turn back to his his mate and be like, just watch these, watch these guys. Kira, you wanted to do something? Yes. The moment I see Lyra, I don't think I know I ever heard Lyra's name, but the moment I see this cat that Nebulous... The nebula black cat, that beautiful cat. That cat knows exactly who he is. Ask the cat. At which point they both turn and you can see they both immediately get shocked and they drop down to their knees. Madam Lyra, we we are so sorry. And then she says in common, she says, no, I was quite enjoying myself. Do, do not fret. I also see the humor in the situation that they believe they are the saviors of Top City. At which point she like stretches next to you like, meh, no cares in the world. Stretching. Hey, I'm again going to go to my full height and say you almost brought your own city down to peril with your despair and darkness. You have no right to disrespect us. You know exactly who this is. He is a true Skyvale. As much as you hate him, there's a reason why you hate him. I'm gonna I'm rolling intimidation and I'm gonna look at the, at the guard and say, you know better than to put your own princess at risk and what you're doing right now is stupid. Born, I'm annoyed and pissed okay. off. At least you're not in shame rage. Just shame yeah. rage. A natural twenty. Okay, well, with a natural 20. Ha 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 ha! As Lyra moves forward, lifts her claws, and she cuts through the portion of the electric fence. And you can see, Kira, you can see almost that she's cutting through the magic. And so there's thin claw strips in the electric fence where it doesn't keep going. And she says... The despair you felt is only for those who are feeling guilty and have harmed Her Majesty. However, since you intend to consistently continue, I will hear you out. Because I, for one, and then she almost blinks and she comes up into the dungeon and she stands by 
Lauren, and then underneath his feet, she takes her claws and she just scrapes underneath one of the soles of his feet. At which point, please take five points of damage, Lauren. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm so upset. Yeah, and she scrapes and she says, because I, unlike some people, care about Her Majesty. So I'll listen. And then she sits and then she licks her paw. Looking at you, Kira. Finally, we that have is the a giant keyword. I'm just saying. <laughs> a giant keyword. This is why you get people that are dog people. Aloran, Andromach, are you guys doing anything in the in this moment other than feeling pain, Aloran? I am feeling pain and I'm thinking to myself, and I'm actually gonna say it under my breath in celestial. This is what this is what makes bubbles such a wonderful companion. Okay, well with a three compared to some Lim- Lyra doesn't hear this. Oh, good, because then she would destroy all of us. Pretty much, yeah, then it's the end. Anderbach will basically, uh, as soon as she pops into the dungeon, Anderbach is going to stand up and kind of make make herself flat against the wall, you know, like trying to be invisible. And Um, as she walks over to Lauren and claws him under the feet, you you know that, that horrifying noise that claws make on metal? And your 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 brain just goes like, and then she's gonna very slowly scoot away from the cat. Bob is gonna turn to Lyra, and he's also gonna drop to his knees, and he's going to say, "Mistress Lyra, they had convinced me that they do have information that is of value to her highness. If we were able to only get a message." And then she looks at him like. I didn't want to hear anything from you. And then she looks back at you, Kira. I'm still at my full height because I refused <laughs> to I'm like nail down of, to the cat. I'm still pissed off uh, at being so blatantly disrespected. At last we have an accord. Will you take this message to Her Majesty? We are truly serious about the danger she's in. Lyra, uh, she looks at you. She turns to God. She's like, fetch them a pen and paper. At which point, it brings us to the end of today's session. A huge thank you to my players at, who make everything an adventure and to you, chat, for being so engaging and part of the adventure as always. Before we close out, I want to give my players time to share where you can find them, follow them, and support them elsewise when they're not on Dum Dum Die. You can find me on Instagram. I am Miss Mvubu, so that's M-I-S-S-M-V-U-B-U. And you might find Find me on a guest stream with Gikoscopy soon. Ooh. So you can check oh, check baby. him out. Yeah. yeah. Gikoscopy, a big fan of the channel, and we're a huge fan of him and his channel, so please go check it out. Guys, you can find me on my friend's YouTube channel, Good Elf Mind Gaming, where we, every now and then, I suppose, play some uh, Warhammer, do some crafting, paint some models, uh, do some war cry, probably gonna do some hero clicks there. And so just have some fun, maybe play some Magic the Gathering, I don't know, it's still up in the air. And as soon as lockdown finishes, we can actually get back to my friend and we can do some recordings and then get the channel going again because, you know, it's kind of hard to play a two person game with only one person. Yeah. Um, yeah. You need a game moderator or you can actually play it on Tabletop Simulator. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Wednesday underscore LeFay. My content at the moment is Dum Dum Die based because I haven't been able to pursue my other hobbies. Uh, for a long time, 
but hopefully I will eventually make some friends with some photographers out this way and bring you some more like awesome like just for fun things that I like to do. Otherwise, there is a group on Facebook called Rebuild SA. If you want to, if you feel like it, just go take a look. Apparently, they've got a huge, massive community and membership just to help out with what's been happening at the moment in SA. Otherwise, internationally, it says gift of the givers. Real adventurers and heroes exist every day. We won't be here next Sunday, but we will be the Sunday after that. And then we're going to start trying to come back every second Sunday with a game and every Sunday in between with an interview because we enjoy chatting with each other and chatting with you. And I think it's nice to have a mix of both. From my side, you can find me a little bit later today on Dead Aussie Gamers channel as we play Rise of the Rune Lords Pathfinder in second edition. I play a Bone Oracle uh, Halfling, basically a, a fun necromancer. And with that, you know, just everyone, Thank you for being here. Thank you for making everything an adventure. Just sending a lot of love to everyone. If you enjoyed this, please remember to rate, review it, and share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. But otherwise, you know, just look after yourself, both physically and mentally and emotionally. And just remember, we wish you a most safe and amazing week filled with adventure.